we're not against rap. We're not against rappers. But we are against those. Something big about to happen. I hear the beat tapping. We some fly rum and felines rapping on the track. Better yet, grab a gap, cause we hot like. Enzo, doors closed, windows up, cause that's the way we like to ride. Windy City hitting. Check mic 1212. We live, baby. Hey, what's up, Chicago? And welcome back to another episode of Speak Your Mind Radio. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Queen Star, aka Miss Hip Hop. And today uh, we are celebrating Father's Day with the man of the hour, my father, Leo. Hey, Leo. Hey. <laughs> Happy Father's Day. Thank you. You welcome. Um, so how are you feeling today? Uh, I'm feeling, feeling great. You know, this is a, a great day. Every day is a great day. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, how old are you? I'm 76. That's a beautiful number. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It's, I'm, 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 I'm hoping to be 77. Oh yeah. yeah, I'm looking for the next, looking for the next, uh, the next year. Definitely, and those yeah. are golden years, right? Well, uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's actually beautiful. Um, so let let me ask you a question before we jump all the way into it. Uh, what's the difference in being like fifty than it is seventy six? Uh, well. <laughs> Some things change and some things remain the same. Uh, so, you know, uh, age age is is, is uh, just what what it is. You know, your brain doesn't have gray hair on it. You know, so it uh, it's it remains the same. So I I remember things that in the fifth uh, when I was 50, 40, 30, 20, You know, uh, so it's it's not a it's 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 how you how you look at. Uh, yourself and how you look at your life and what uh, what's going on uh, with you uh, all of the years that you that you're here every every year you should every day you should learn something you know? so uh, this is a accumulation of of, uh, of many years of learning a, a lot of things and seeing a lot of things yeah definitely definitely which brings me into our icebreaker question that we do on each episode um how do you feel about president biden um actually acknowledging and turning juneteenth into the 12th state a federal holiday how did that make you feel it made it, it, really, it really it made me feel uh, pretty good because uh, uh being that he has he has a, a, the, the biggest megaphone in the, in the world uh, what it does is it draws attention to things that we we knew, uh, some of us knew, but all of us need to know. Uh, you know, the uh, uh, in Texas, you know, they they had they were selling celebrating Juneteenth uh, for a long time, and uh, it, it's a, it's remarkable, uh, and it's not and it's kind of tragic when you kind of think about it. Is that 
throughout history, uh, we, we have been miseducated. Things have been left out, erased, uh, not even talked about. So as a result, some of the things that, that, are, that history should have in it that relates to us and, and, our, and our, our condition in this country uh, has, has always been just a mystery. You know, all of a sudden, oh, Juneteenth, what is that? You know, and we're thinking, oh my goodness, you know, that's, nobody knew about it. You know, uh, and there, there, this Juneteenth is just one thing, but there, there are many things other, other than that 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 has, um, uh, I would say, been left out and, and escaped history, especially American history. Yeah. Uh, as it relates to us, uh, Juneteenth has always been celebrated in, in Texas for a long time. Was these? I, I remember uh, one of the things that they had. As a matter of fact. Uh, singer Joe Tex uh, years ago he had a song and he and he was talking about yeah you know we know you all celebrating June 19th down there in, in, in Calbesta Texas with a with barbecue and red soda and red soda water wow. you know uh, that was a uh, tradition uh, and I'm not exactly sure what the red soda water was. I know the barbecue and the, and the big thing, and I'm not exactly sure exactly what what that was. But there's history behind that also. So, uh, but you know, the rest of the the country you said Juneteenth. What is that? You know, I remember uh, uh, I just got a since this Father's Day, I got a Father's Day uh, a message from uh, a friend that I that I worked with, and she said, you know, you told me about Juneteenth ten years ago. You know, and now I'm just finding out exactly what it is, you know. So, you know, it's, uh, it's some of the things that I guess they didn't want to be in history or uh, they thought that uh, it was uh, going to uh, uh, generate a certain response. So they just kind of left that out. So, yeah, I, I am, I'm, I'm very happy that he decided to make it a federal holiday. That's uh, that's one of the things that that, uh, that it needs it needs to be a federal holiday. It's like Martin Luther King Day, you know. It's a, it's a federal holiday, but in some states they don't celebrate. I think in, in Arizona they celebrate uh, MLK Day. You know. Wow! But, uh, but you need to know that there's a day. That's right. Instead that's of just right. exactly. <laughs> And I think that's important for that a lot of part of the history not to wipe out. And you're right, Martin Luther King was the last federal holiday that they gave us back in 1983. So that's right. a long time coming, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. the fact that you or I and many, most Americans didn't know what Juneteenth was, uh, may have heard of it, but, you know, didn't really know what it was. So. Let's kind of like break that down for the, the generation before us that maybe did not know it or after us rather, I should say. Um, now Juneteenth is basically, uh, in my own words, is like a symbolic meaning to Independence Day here uh, celebrated in the United States. This is uh, celebrating the end of slavery as we know it. Those people, those uh, uh, African-Americans in Texas, they didn't know they were freed until after two years after uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln signed the proclamation in emancipation. That's 
horrible because they didn't know until two years later. So that's why I feel like it's so important that a president like Joe Biden, you know, and Camilla Harris were like able to come together and say, you know what? We're going to make this a state, a uh, federal state holiday, and we're going to acknowledge those past wounds um, into today. Because if we don't acknowledge it, then we can never move on and, you know, feel that freedom of uh, living in America. You know what I mean? Yes, that's correct. That's, that's correct. It's a, uh, you know, you, 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 uh, uh, as I say, if you don't know history, you're doomed to repeat it. You know, uh, we have a, uh, Many, many of our uh, leaders have always talked about uh, making sure that this is in history. You know, we, we, uh, we didn't, we didn't uh, uh, live in, uh, uh, we didn't live in this country uh, and not know what this country, how it was founded, who did what, you know, we were, we were given little simple simplistic, uh, uh, irrelevant thing to think about. We had a little poem when I was uh, when I was in grammar school, it was called, uh, it was something about Columbus. Columbus uh, sailed the ocean blue, uh, something like that, blah, 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 discovered, discovered America, you know, which uh, we know now is, is absolutely fucked. But the thing is that this was taught. And so the, the miseducation is one of the problems that we use the, uh, we're confronted with uh, on a constant and, and, and almost a day-to-day uh, a, a, a -day basis, you know. So uh, one of our great, great leaders, Carter G. Woodson, wrote uh, The Miseducation of the Negro. A miseducation, not the education, but, but you would have been miseducated, you know. So, uh, and there, there are various, various reasons for this, you know. Uh, sometimes if, you, if, you're not, if I don't tell you history, you don't, you don't have any uh, uh, a sense of where you came from, how how important you are as as, a, as it relates to uh, uh, the rest of the world and, and, and especially the United States. And so we uh, we were we were always taught that our history started with slavery, you know, and, and we 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 didn't have anything else uh, going for us, uh, but we were brought here, and then our history started. You know, which is one of the reasons they have a problem with the 1619 project. We in our history didn't start in 1776. Yeah. What's this? That's uh. Yeah. That's 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 one of the things that you know we we just we we're constantly learning things, and it's good. It's good. Everyone should learn, especially us. Especially us. We sh we should learn know these things and celebrate them and understand what what they are. There's a, there are others who already know this, but don't don't really uh, want to acknowledge. I put it that way. Yeah. Um, you 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 brought up a good point about. Um, I believe it was Malcolm X that said that. Uh, uh, yeah. Your history, you're doomed to repeat it. Doomed to repeat it. Yeah. If we don't look to the past for answers, then yeah, you're going to be uh, desolated and you're going to be uh, that feeling of stuck and stagnated within your own um, region, your own you know district or whatever. So my thing is, here here's one thing I, I've tried to put together as a um, you know a rebuttal. Here's one thing. Now, what sparked the the civil rights movement was back in 1955 with Emmett Till, 
from Chicago that lynched that little boy in Mississippi for quote unquote whistling at a white woman. That was the first beginning of it. Now, here in 2021, what sparked that resolution again, so to speak, is uh, George Floyd, okay? So George Floyd, he did not die in vain. He, he, he is a part of this history and this is sparking yet another civil rights movement for people to, it's something you can't ignore, you know? And you won't know these things unless you, like you said, look to the past. Right. So with tying that in with uh, Juneteenth just being celebrated yesterday as the, you know, a state federal holiday, I'm very happy about that. I can't stop saying it. Um, his brother, Terrence Floyd, he made a six foot statue of his brother. Because oh, wow. this is not something that we're going to forget. You know what I'm saying? This is not something that we're going to continuously sweep under the rug. We're not doing that anymore. Everything is resurfacing. Everything is a reset. And mm -hmm. this is something that I want to go to uh, uh, New York. Well, it's not going to be in New York by the time I get there, but it's going to probably be in Jersey. The statue, I need to go see that, commemorate it, you know, with my eyes to know that I lived during this time, you know? So it, that's like very important or whatever. Um, I'm just ex excited about being an American at this time, at this precious time that we're, we're living in, this pandemic time, you know, it's a plan that's being unraveled for all of us. Right, right. Um, let's see. Boy, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. I was, I was, I was just agreeing with you. That's, 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 uh, that's a good point. Definitely. That's a, that's a good, we, we, we get, when we, when we have these, these, uh, these, these, these commemorations and things, we, we should be a part of. We should go if, if it's somewhere. We should go and go and see it. You know, uh, one of the things that happens is that we, we, um, we, we, we don't become involved. We don't, we don't bring ourselves to a situation. So we, so we can learn more. You know, knowledge, knowledge is one of the things that is going to separate us. Remember, uh, when the slaves were free, the first thing, the first thing that they did was start establishing schools. Wow. They knew about knowledge. It's what you don't know that that will uh, cause you pain. And then they had a thirst for knowledge. This is why they, <laughs> you know. Uh, we ha we cannot uh, you know overlook or uh, try to uh, put that in in the, in another uh, portion of, of our, our thought processes when we when we don't uh, think about uh, what what do we know about certain things you know uh, a miseducation is is something that uh, destroys us causes us, us a, a great deal of pain, especially us. You know, we have situations where we are, uh, we're, we're, we're constantly fed misinformation and then we spread this misinformation. You know, not going by and, and back and checking and saying, well, wait a minute, how did you know this? What, who told you that? Where'd you read this at? I didn't read it, somebody told me. Well, who told you? Who told them? Well, I don't know, you know, so that's that's how we get our knowledge. You, you, uh, you know, I, we, we used to laugh about the, the old saying, "If you want to hide anything from us, just put it in a book." Right. But that's 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 a, that's that's really uh, a factual. You know, we we don't we 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 shy away a lot from 
uh, things that, that will give us uh, true knowledge and accept the things that are easiest for us. You know, the TV, the, the radio, and uh, somebody telling us something instead of us doing our own research and finding out. And one of the things when you when you do your research and you find out, the very first thing you you become is angry because you, you said, well, why did they tell me this? Why did I know this before? Why did it take so long for me to find this out? Well, they told me this. They told me that the Alamo, uh, fight in the Alamo in, in Texas was was uh, because be, between uh, Davy Crockett, Sam Houston, Jim Bowie, and all these people that they used to have on TV and different uh, and different little uh, 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 series. They were fighting against <coughs> Santa Ana, the Mexicans, because they, they wanted to establish uh, uh, Texas, and they they, they I mean they wanted to. To, to be in Texas and then they didn't they want to drive the Mexicans out. That was completely false. Wow. Completely false. What what the problem was is that Mexico said, okay, if you want to United States, it wasn't part of the United States. So if, if you want to come here, you can you can you can you can have your land here, but guess what? You can't bring your slaves. We don't because Mexico we, we don't have our slavery was was uh, abolished in 1830-something. No, we, you can't come here and establish a, a town or whatever and bring your slave. No, we don't have slaves in in, in, uh, in in our territory because Texas was was part of the Mexican territory as as was California, as we know. So, so because they couldn't bring their slave, they said, "Oh no, no, we, we we're going to have to fight this." So they, this was the fight, the, the Alamo, and we were taught in school that. Oh no, they were fighting against the Mexicans because the Mexicans didn't want this, and that was completely false. The Mexicans was the Mexican government said, "You can come here, and you can establish your towns, and you establish your farms, and, and that sort of thing, but you cannot, cannot bring your slaves." And they said, "Oh no, no, we we come, our slaves have got to come too." So uh, that was part of our miseducation, you know. So. And I was I was very angry about that too because on TV you know it, it's, 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 it's it's since I'm so old I, I can remember that we on TV we, they used to have story they used to have a series called uh, Davy Crockett Davy Crockett he wore, he wore a coon a raccoon cap so all the little kids would, would run around with raccoon with a cap with a little tail on it they had a rat like a raccoon you know that was uh, Davy Crockett. Davy Crockett, and there was some other guy named uh, Jim Bowie. Uh, he was supposed to have one with the, uh, 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 a, spe a special knife that he had, a great big Bowie knife. And there was uh, Sam Houston, who was actually one. Of, he became the governor of, of Texas, and that's why they they had one of the, the town, one of the cities in Texas, uh, Houston, was named after Sam Houston. He was a he was a, uh, a soldier. But all of these things were just miss, you know, something that they just thought that they would they would give us so that we would not know that wait a minute the reason that that they didn't want you here because they told you you couldn't bring your slaves you said no we, if we come we got to bring our slaves because slaves were money were valuable but this, this is money slaves were more valuable we were the most valuable thing in the in the in the, in the, uh, the world at that particular point in time slavery was humongous business all of the the textiles, and the cotton, and, and all the other things that, that we were able to uh, uh, 
dig out of the earth and because of our labor, because that's that's what we were here for, is, is for our labor, with nothing else. We weren't here because, you know, it was, uh, we just needed more people to populate the United States. No, no, we were here to work. That's what we were brought here for. So it's a, it was just a, just amazing how how uh, we were, we've been taught and learned different things that were completely wrong, completely different. But it served the purpose for someone to keep us that way because that way we be, we didn't become hostile or angry because we were taught something different. So it kept us you know kept us more or less in check. Wow. Uh that's amazing just to hear you say that story about the miseducation of uh, black, pe black people's history in, uh, in America, um, which brings me to a, a, a hot topic of the hour, which is the Tulsa, Oklahoma massacre. Like a lot of people didn't know about no black Wall Street being burnt down or why or anything like that, because like other things um, um, that happen in history with black people, they, they try to dismiss it. How do you freaking, and I, I just learned about it really, you know, I heard about it, but I didn't really quite understand, but how do you come to a town in Oklahoma, Greenwood district and bamboozle everybody, try to drive all the black people out of the town because here's another story. Um, uh, uh, of a black shoe shiner that, uh, that was um, allegedly attacking a 17 year old uh, a white operator, um, elevator operator. And when you hold him in custody and then let him go, he runs back to town and you're circulating a news headline talking about nab this Negro, meaning lynch him because he didn't violate it, a precious uh, entity of theirs, you feel me? And then you come and bomb everything. You 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 kill everybody. I don't understand that, and it's not even talked about. It's, it wasn't even really documented. So how does that hit you well, psychologically? Well, you know, uh, I thought I already mentioned the fact that one of my uh, co-workers once told me, uh, sent me a, a Father's Day message, and she said, "Well, you know, you told me about June, Juneteenth ten years ago." Now, just just imagine, I told her about. Juneteenth 10 years ago, I just learned about it 10 years before that. And, and I told you how old I am. So why what why did I know about that? And I'm gonna tell you wh what they did in on all the books, they said, well, in around 1920, 19, 1919, 1921, we experienced in the United States something called a red summer, a red summer, which means that it was bloody, a red summer. Now the the red summer was supposedly uh, so that you you would know that there were riots in cities like uh, Tulsa and and, and uh, Chicago and, and uh, Detroit a, a lot of New York a lot, lot of different places they weren't really riots what they were is they were an extension of the Jim Crow situation where the the, the African-Americans were gaining power and also resources. Uh, so when we were, when we were uh, going through, recon I mean, excuse me, re Reconstruction in the 18, 1890s, 1870s, 
uh, we, 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 we were actually able to accumulate things uh, like land. Uh, we, we, were, we actually had political power in South Carolina. We had two, two, black, two black senators and, and uh, almost the, the whole, whole state legislat legislature was black, you know, because we were allowed to vote. They didn't want that. So what happened is that <clears throat> they didn't tell us anything about Tulsa. What they did was they found out that this this group this group of uh, blacks were attracting other blacks to Tulsa. This one particular area uh, <clears throat> they called Greenwood, and in Greenwood they had established. Uh, Movies. They had established grocery stores. They had about twenty-four grocery stores, about seven to eight hotels, a, a couple of movie theaters. They had about uh, uh, 10, 10, 10 or twelve doctors off in this area, in this one area. So they had banks. They had two or three banks. They had uh, everything that you would we would want in a community. They had it, but it was all black. Right. And so what happened is that. And they were not only prosperous; they were they were extremely prosperous. They had they had automobiles. They had, I mean, they they had the best of the best. Their homes were just beautiful. They had big, great, uh, beautiful pianos and everything in in their homes. So the uh, the other part of Tulsa, the other side, uh, they were extremely jealous. They yeah. were extremely jealous because they saw number one that they had more than they than the other side had uh and that they they were gaining power they were gaining power and they and they had the resources so uh during that summer uh there were you know there was a time when they started the the, the ku klux klan started uh rising up again you know by the way the ku klux klan was the home base was uh what like the uh Somewhere in Indiana, I'm trying to remember exactly where, but I, I, I can't remember right now. It's, it'll it'll come in, but anyway, um, the uh, <coughs> there was a white uh, surge to try to take back what they thought that blacks were gaining. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, so there were uprisings. You know, there were a lot of lynchings, a lot of lynchings, and, and a lot of different towns and the key things number one number, the one key thing usually was that here was a black that had attacked a white woman it was always black man white woman you know yeah. like but what what i guess it, it it meant that well if this black man impregnates this white woman then they're gonna have they're gonna they're going to uh, uh be be more of them than they are of us you know, one of the reasons why they're trying to uh, get rid of Roe v. Wade, you know, because there are more, more white women that get, get abortion, abortions than black women. So they, 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 that's exactly what they're trying to do to stop the, the, the population uh, of, of minorities exceeding the population uh, that they have now. And they, they really can't do anything about it because it's, it's projected into 2050 that uh, they're going to be minority anyway, you know. So any any regards of what what they do. So, but anyway, that's this was always a, a, a issue. So, what they wanted to do was to, to take back this power, 
So as a result, what they did was uh, they fabricated some situation where they, they thought, okay, well, uh, let's find, let's get this black man because he, he, he tried to rape this, this white elevator operator, this teenage girl. And she later said he, he didn't do it. He just actually stepped on my foot. And she screamed and he knew that if, if she screamed, it was, it was going to be an issue. So he got out of that. You know, she was an elevator operator in a store. I mean, in, on a, 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 I mean, a building, excuse me. Yes. So he left and they, they, they came, they got him and they were taking him back. But here's, here's the thing. Uh, during that time, there were a lot of, of, of black soldiers that had just fought in World War I, black soldiers. Mm-hmm. So they said, no, we, you're not going to lynch anybody here. So they got their guns and they went into the police to where he was held. And they said, you're going to have to let him go. You're not going to lynch him. You're not going to lynch anybody. And they had their guns there. And I think one of the one of the guys who was one of the white guys that was there said, hey, nigga, why you, who you think you pointing that gun at? And, and the black man said, I'm pointing at you. And you step forward, I'm going to kill you. You know, so all of a sudden, they, they he tried to hit the black man and a gun went off, a shot went off. So everybody scattered. So they let that night, they decided, okay, well, we're going to get rid of all these Negroes. We're going to get rid of all these as, as, as N-words, as they call them, you know. So we're going to, what, what do we have to do? Well, first of all, it's not enough of us. So we get, we make sure that we have all of the, the law enforcement will, will be with us. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to go and we're going to, we're going to get all our get our guns. We're going to wait. And then next morning, what we're going to do is we're going to go into this, this section called Greenwood. Uh, and we're going, to, we're going to kill every black person that we see. We're going to just, just shoot them down. So he said, well, how do you do? Yes, yes, this is what we're going to do. So that's what they did. They went in. They, they started shooting. They were shooting every black person that they could see. The people couldn't call the police because the police were some of the police were with with the with the uh, people who were killing them. Some of the farmers had these uh, had airplanes that uh, they used for crop dust. Uh, it was a little old old airplane airplane single single I mean double wing uh, propeller airplanes that they uh, flew over their crops to dust their crops for. Uh, uh, using insecticide to uh, to kill different things for so that the crops would would would, uh, would grow. Uh, so they they had them to take their airplanes, uh, get bottles of of kerosene, bottles of kerosene, and fly over this area and drop kerosene on top of the buildings that these black people had. So as a result, when the kerosene hit it, uh, there was an explosion. So you had fires on top of the building. So this, so they, so this was, I think that they said this was the first, first aerial bombing of a, of a city in the United States history. And that's what they did. They bombed, they bombed the, these, uh, these homes that were uh, occupied by, by blacks in, in Tulsa and in, in the Greenwood uh, section. So as a result, you had fires. You had, uh, uh, I read one account where this, uh, one of the survivors, she was a, a little girl, maybe six or seven years old. And the mother told her to go hide under the bed. All, all the kids hide under the bed. They hid under the bed and the, the white guys came in and uh, they set fire to the curtains. They set fire to the curtains and, and, and burned the house down. 
But what they did first was they looted and they robbed all of the people who had things like they, you know, had jewelry, money. They they they, they burned up the bank, so they burned up all the money that the blacks had in the bank. So it was you had, you had no money. Now you burn your house down. And they take, they went in and stole everything. You know, if you had had jewelry or, or, or whatever, something valuable, they robbed your house. Then they burned it down. When you were outside, they shot you and they killed you. Shot you in the street. Shot men, women, little children. It didn't make any difference. As long as they were black, they just shot you. Now, what you have now is a lot of blacks leaving and running and get trying to get out of there. So all of a sudden, you have all of these black people that are shot dead in the street, black bodies everywhere. So what do they do? Go and get these trucks, pile all the bodies on the trucks, take the trucks some uh, out to one of the cemeteries and bury all of them together and, and never said anything. No, no grave markers, no nothing. You know, uh, when, they, when the newspapers or the media got a hold to it, they started trying to uh, trying to write articles about what what had happened. They came in and made the news media take out all of the things that they talked about in terms of the right, and it was just that it had, they had a, 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 a an insurrection. So they they this is what I mean when they when they buried all of the the people. They also buried the news about what happened. So. They didn't want anyone in, in anywhere because, you know, it, it, if it's in Tulsa, pretty soon it might get in Washington, D.C. and get California. It's, you know, so people are going to read things that, oh, that happened in Tulsa? What, how, what happened? So they made sure that that was never, never, never uh, uh, published or, or, or uh, given a, 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 a way where someone would actually know exactly what happened in 2019. You know, so that uh, that was that was what what happened uh, in in Tulsa. Now, with the bodies, they buried all the bodies. So as a result, they could not they could not uh, they could not find out where these bodies were buried. So all of the descendants, they had no way of knowing what happened to my mother what happened to my grandmother where, where are they you know so it, it, the, the survivors didn't have any way of knowing where these bodies were it's just now uh, in in the last only few years that they the national I don't know, the, the geological uh, survey of uh, I mean, the National Ge Geological Association uh, and some more scientists have come up with a, a particular type of, uh, of uh, machine that can go into uh, areas and, and and detect something that is beneath the ground and see the uh, abnormalities that are that are in the in the ground and also make sure that I mean they can they can tell that something is there. The same thing they do with. Uh, uh, in in uh, Egypt, when they're trying to find lost tombs and things like that, they can they can take these machines and they can detect that there's something buried there. You know, so what they've done is they, they found different areas, found an area where they've seen they've gotten uh, bones. You know, they've gotten uh, a, a couple of skulls and and that, and that sort of thing. So they're on to where uh, a lot of the 
victims were were buried uh, in this in this mass grave uh, area that uh, that that they that they did, but they never told anybody about that. So it's it's a uh, it's really just a uh, it's, it's it's horrible, you know. Uh, but but what they did to, to uh, make sure that <clears throat> you never got a, a full sense of what happened there. Uh, they always uh, put that uh, into the, uh, the, the the stories about the Red Summers of the Red Summer of 1919, 1920, Red Summer. So that so it's like, well, what happened to Red Summer? And they may mention Tulsa, but they don't give you any indication of it as as, as to what, exactly what went on and what uh, and what we suffered. You know, as a matter of fact, there's a <clears throat> you ever heard of the Gap Band? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, it's the GAP. That stands for Greenwood, Archer, and Pine. Yeah, they were, they were, yeah, they were, they were uh, 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 members, they, they were from all from Oklahoma. Oh. And they, they yeah, uh, they were all from Oklahoma. I think a couple of them went to Langston University, you know, and they were, so they, they had their, uh, that, that was, that was their way of, of, Letting everybody know that something happened there, you know. So this, uh, the, the uh, Tulsa, the riots were really something. It was, it's a, it because it was so horrific. It was called. It was so horrific that when people got a just a, a glimpse or a, a, a tidbit of what exactly happened, they were just horrified, you know. So you mean you, you you went into a town. And they destroyed a thousand homes, thirty-six blocks, yeah. burned them to the ground, yes. to the ground, to the ground. Uh, ran all of, all of the people out. You know, this is just it was just horrific. So, um, this this that's 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 part of what what happens when uh, people in, uh, intentionally very history and make sure that that you don't <clears throat> you don't have a sense of what it is that went on so you can you can go on and, and make sense of different things you know so uh, right now they just they're having problems with the as you said this critical race theory because they say well we don't want white people to start feeling guilty about something well you know it's it's if that's when you feel you feel guilty, you feel guilty, you know. But the, but the truth is the truth, you know. So you can't uh, not uh, say anything because you want the pe people to feel to continue to feel comfortable about situations that they need to know about and feel uncomfortable about if, if necessary. You know, these these things that we're learning about uh, uh, make us very uncomfortable. What about us? Right. You know, we we. Uh, <clears throat> We have we have had throughout our history to feel uncomfortable about a lot of things. Yes. you know we're, we're always uh, made made sure that we know exactly that. Oh, you're the first. You're the first. You're the first. You're this. You're that. You know. So we we don't have a the we haven't been given an opportunity to live this American dream, as they say, uh, in in its fullest, like some of the people who have who have never had the even experience even being around black folks other than 
the fact that they watch them on TV or, or whatever, or watch them on, on, on sports events and things like that. But other than that, they have no contact with them. So they live in, in a world that does not a, 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 that 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 doesn't exist in our in our uh, in our realm. It's just it's just totally void. You know, we cannot help but be uh, uh, be affected by white folks. They can live their whole lives yeah. and never be affected by you at all. Exactly. At all. And some of them, you know, since you've been to school, somebody, some of them, some white people probably told you, no, I, this is my first, even, <laughs> this is my first encounter with a, a black person this close. Because I didn't never, I never had to deal with, with white, with, with black people at all. I don't know anything about you, you all. Right. So, you know, it's, it's just, uh, it's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting, and it's so important that, um, you know, just listening to, you know, your experience on it, there's still some survivors of Oklahoma Tulsa massacre, like um, Viola Fletcher and Leslie B. Randall. They told their story, and that just touched me, like, to my core, because just to know the fact that they're actual survivors and they're still coping with what happened almost, I mean, not almost, over 100 years ago. This the May was the anniversary of, um, you know, the massacre. And just to listen to them talk to her and her brother, it was just sad, you know? I just think that we as a people really, really, really need to continue to use power as knowledge, knowledge as power, so that we won't, you know, go forth any longer without teaching our kids, kids, you know, where we've been and where we've come from, you know, that's just, it's just so important. Um, I do have a question for you though. Um, <clears throat> feeling that, um, okay, so hold on, I'm looking through my questions, you know, there's one thing that I, I feel like is, um, like that resonates with me as like an American, you know, the fact that we do have so much trauma to come from, you know, we have a healing process. And I feel like that um, it, it's just unspeakable for, for <laughs> I feel bad for not knowing so much of history. I feel really, really bad. And I don't want my kids, you know, when I say my kids, I mean, not my biological kids, but the, you know, kids that I will be around, not to know these intricate details of where they come from. Because even if, you know, you look to the stars, literally, you're looking up into space, you're looking into past, you know, and that's how we gain our our, our, our knowledge and everything. So, um, my question to you is, as a father and a friend, and a school teacher, how would you feel that we could um, generate um, generational wealth amongst our people, um, starting all the way back from the massacre in Tulsa, Oklahoma? Like, how can we as a people build that same momentum um, up for, you know, wealth for our people? When we leave, we need to leave something behind. Yeah, there are there are a lot of there are a lot of different ways, and, and there are a lot of there, uh, believe it or not, there, there, there are a lot of of, uh, of African Americans that that have uh, that have developed a, a system and situations where we can develop uh, generational wealth. Uh, one of the 
there's several. Uh, as a matter of fact, there, there's several several black banks that we have. I think uh, first one United is 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 one a black a very very nice uh, bank uh, that they has uh, that has a a, a mission uh, to help us develop a generational wealth. Uh, and there are a lot of different uh, uh, African Americans that have set up different websites that have uh, that to deal with stocks, investments, uh, uh, how to uh, manage your credit, how to how to do all sorts of things that that help us uh, with this with this uh, wealth disparity. You know, uh, you know, one of the things that I always talk about is, I mean, I always tell people when. And they're talking about, well, what about reparations? I said, well, number one, we don't want money. I mean, not money. Money is not the only. No, uh -uh. no, because they say, well, well, if every, uh, we give every every black person so much, no, 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 no. If we give you give every black person uh, 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 fifty thousand uh, dollars, somebody else is going to get the fifty thousand dollars. What are we going to do? Go go out and spend it. So you're going to get it all, all back. You know that would be the easiest. That's the easy thing to do. Go give it, give, give, I'll give. And we go out and buy a car, buy, a, buy a house, what, whatever. But we're giving the money back. So what about investing? What about something that says, well, you know, uh, uh, for one of the part of the part of the reparations bill, maybe should be that uh, you know we we get rid of all student debt. All the African Americans have get rid of all the student debt. Okay. Well, and also, well, you know, we we. Uh, we're having problems trying to make a, 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 a tuition bill. Why don't we have tuition free? Why don't we have it tuition free for, for African-Americans? Why not that? So what we don't want to do is, is get into reparations mean money. No, well, rep reparations mean repair of something. So you only repair something by just giving, giving money to it because it'll break down again. You know, we won't, we won't, our generational wealth will last maybe 24 hours, you know, so we don't, we don't, we don't want that. We, what we want is something that's lasting. That's right. Lasting. That's, that's what, that's what we need to have. We need, we, they were, they, what they were afraid of in Tulsa mm -hmm. is that they saw that they were getting ready. They were seeing generations go wrong that said, you know, uh, yes, you know, I know we, we, we're going to go to school. We have such and such and such and such. And, and, and my father told us how, this is how we have to do such and such. Yes, we have a form and we know how to do such. So they were seeing that, uh-oh, we're having problems now because they no longer feel dependent right. upon us. And if you're dependent upon me, that means I can keep my power. Right. And it was about power. A lot of this, a lot of this, this re rejection that you see in the government with these some of the some of the Republicans is about. I just want to maintain, keep my power. I just, I just, you know, because I, I know, I, number one, I can't let everybody vote because we don't do enough for people, then they're not gonna vote for us. So if they don't vote for us, then I don't have any power. I want to keep this power. So they do. We will do anything necessary. Some people say, well. How can you sit up there and lie when you know such and such and such? If you want to keep power and you want it the way that they want it, there is nothing that you won't do. Nothing, absolutely. You can eliminate the uh, impossibility because there's nothing that impossible, nothing that I won't do. Absolutely nothing. Yes, I will 
I will see a riot and call it, uh, well, you know, it's not what you, you think, you know, uh, that old thing about who you're going to believe me or your lying eyes, you know. So right. we have a we have a situation where we 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 need to have um, we that, that we we need to start making sure that these things that are that we have uh, that are available to us that are actually out here already that we take advantage of it. You know, uh, I can't give you the names of the of the, of the uh, different uh, corporations. I mean, different. Uh, uh, individuals that have set up uh, different wealth gathering, uh, uh, I mean, uh, situations for us. I can't give you the name of all of them, but if I'm doing a little my, do my research and go back, I'll remember them and I, I can I can give them to you. But they're they're a lot. They're a lot, and they, and they work they work every day. And they and they and the problem is that they they're fighting against knowing uh, us knowing this uh, uh, because there are a lot of lot that don't want us to know certain things. And as a result, uh, you know, if you want to reach a certain, some, uh, some people and you have somebody that says, I don't want you to reach them because if you do, then, then this is going to happen. Then you have to fight against that also. So that's that's uh, one of the things they, they're fighting against. So um, I know there's a, there's, there, there are a lot of different, uh, uh, there are a lot of different radio stations. I mean, there are a lot, there's some, some Talk shows on uh, so some on Sirius XM that are, that are very, very, very good. I know one, one especially as good as Karen Hunter. Uh, is, uh, huh? Karen, Karen Hunter. Hunter? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, she's she's the bomb. Yes, she's yeah. She's the bomb. Yeah, she and, and she has a she has a a, a website narrative. Uh, it, it's it's great. It's great. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll I'll give you some more information on that a little bit later, but it's great. All right. Um, also, the AC Green show in Chicago, I think that they are desperately trying to help, you know, people with uh, their money issues, too, as far as, like, housing is concerned and, you know, things of that nature. Mortgages need to be paid, especially during this pandemic. So we do have to pay homage to the people that are out there trying, you know. All right. Um, okay, so let me ask you a question, Leo. What are you doing today for Father's Day? What, 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 are, what are we uh, getting into? <laughs> well, I'm, 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 uh, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting phone calls and everything, everything you know, I, I get a, a, a <laughs> got, 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 got one from, from the great host, host Wade, you know. But, yeah, <laughs> no, he's in Hampton now, you know. No, so proud of him. Yeah, yeah he is. so uh, yeah, he's uh, he's 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 there sweating, you know. He's, yeah, he's, he's real human. And yeah. uh, I'm, I'm getting, I'm, I'm, and I'm doing, I'm doing this. This is uh, this is one of the things I had, I've never done. I've seen people do it, but I never thought that I would be able to do it. But so, thank you very much, Miss Star. Oh, you're welcome father yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh look yeah. i'm just happy that i have you in my life because you were the father figure that every little girl should have um you know growing up learning about mannerisms um you know culture you always took us to cultural events and 
you know, just, um, you know, being taught by one of the best teachers, you know, just period, you know? Thank you. Uh, well, that's, uh, this, I'm just thankful that I was able to do that. You know, this really, that's, that's, that's what I can say. Uh, I think somebody, I, I, uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, a friend of mine, we were talking, and I, 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 a friend of mine sent me sent me a check for one hundred twenty five dollars. I said, "Wow, what is the what's this for?" He said, "You know, about eight ten years ago, you know, I called you. I said, I, I need a. Uh, could you send me one hundred twenty five dollars? You sent it, you know. And I, uh, I was doing something in my attic, and I re, I saw this IOU thing, and I said, "Oh, I, I, he said this. He said I'm thankful that I said, well, you know what." If I sent you $125, I would just, I'm just glad that I was able to do that. You know, so, so that's all, I don't, I don't look at, at that as being something that said, well, you know, he never sent me my money back. You know, I, I, if I was able to do it, I was able to do it. If I get it back, fine. If I don't, that's it's still something I was fortunate enough to do because I, I did it uh, thinking that I was helping you. You know, and, and, and which is what you know, what I was. He, he was really, really, I just said, you know, I didn't, I didn't even think anything about it. But thank you for the money. You know, <laughs> you know, you know it, yeah, it, it did, it did help. But I wasn't, I, I wasn't going every day thinking, oh, this guy, this guy still owed me one hundred twenty-five dollars. It's been seven, eight, nine, nine, ten years, whatever. Whenever you, whenever you throw something out, you you, 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 you do it in a good way. You'll get it back. That's right. That's no right. question. <clears throat> no, no question. So, whatever, whatever I've done, you know, I'm, I'm just, uh, if, if, if I, if I contribute to anything that you know, I'm, I'm just grateful for it. You know, I feel, I feel that it, it hadn't been not, uh, it has not been in vain at all. I'm just, I'm just, just thankful. Amen. I am super very grateful. Very, very grateful. Um, I'm just, I'm just, uh, just uh, I, you know, I, 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 and I, I know I, I'm just, I'm just, just, just happy to, happy to see you, uh, the, 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 a bright, a, a bright, uh, searching young woman, you know. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's all, that's all, the, that's all the, 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 that's all the, 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 the gratitude I can, I can, I need. That's it. That's, I, I don't have anything else. I feel you. I feel you. Thank you. Very proud of you. Thank you. I'm very happy to hear that. Like, seriously, <laughs> I only want to make my parents proud, and that's, you know, that's <laughs> yeah. important. Very proud. Important. Thank you. Um, what they say the the key to happiness is uh, a a bad memory and a, a good sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to remember that. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, will, I will have to remember that. That's good. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on today's show. All right. I really yeah. you know. I can say I did my first my first podcast was with my daughter. With, with, yes. with, with what I love. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, hearts all the way up, period. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, and you guys out there, you know what I'm saying? Thank you all for listening. It's been a good, what, two years? This episode 256, so happy. And happy Father's Day to all the listeners out there and to your family, families. And yeah, just thank you, thank you, thank you so much for riding with me and rocking with me. And if you all enjoyed today's show, please donate to Speak Your Mind Radio um, at PayPal. Dot, wait, hold on. K.pal.me slash speak your mind. And yeah, and remember this just because a man has money in his account doesn't make him better than anybody else, period. That's my word for the day, okay? <laughs> 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 um, any last words, sir? Uh, yeah, one, I heard somebody say this. They said, you know, what's really important is not who we are to other people, it's who we are to, our, to, our, to ourselves. Namaste. Yes, that's so true. Ashe, for sure. That is like true, true words never spoken. It's always your own judge of character. When somebody else is trying to throw blasphemy at your name and trying your your character, that's when you have to stand up for yourself and know exactly who you are. Period. Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you again, Leo. And um, have a beautiful rest of your Father's Day because you deserve it. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Peace. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.